So it's my great pleasure to be with you this morning uh, with Pastor Haugen as I present to the good people of Upper Dublin Lutheran Church the Zones of Peace Award today from the Religious Leaders Council of Greater Philadelphia, of which I serve as co-convener with Rabbi David Strauss, Iman Anwar Mohamin, and the Archbishop Charles Chaput. Pastor Haugen was one of the founder, f- initiating founders of the Zones of Peace when he served on the Administrative Council of the Religious Leaders Council. Following retirement, Pastor Haugen uh, was invited to serve on the staff of the Interfaith uh, Center. And since then, I've appointed your own David, Dr. David Grafton to represent the Lutherans on the Religious Leaders Council administrative uh, team. We thank both John and David for their passion for peace, for their interfaith collaboration, and for the courageous leadership here in the greater Philadelphia area. To work for peace is not just a hope and a dream. It takes courage, and it takes uh, some difficult conversations. The Religious Leaders Council was founded in 2006, and I was appointed one of the co-conveners in 2007. To let you know how significant this award is, it is given from over 30 traditions, religious traditions, in the Philadelphia area, including branches of Judaism, Islam, Christianity, Baha'i, Buddhism, and Hinduism. Senior leaders who constitute the Religious Leaders Council, like myself, represent over 2 million people in the five-county area, the greater Philadelphia area, and faith community. Tomorrow morning, if weather permits, we will be having another one of our meetings at the African Methodist Episcopal District offices hosted by the Reverend Gregory Ingram. All the religious leaders pray that people of faith will become more effective at reducing violence and building better communities throughout the region. In 2009, the Religious Leaders Council instituted the Zones of Peace Initiative. Today, almost 50 churches and synagogues and mosques and communities of faith have been recognized by the RLC as a zone of peace, and today you will be. Each one, including Upper Dublin Lutheran Church, has been interviewed and deemed to be exemplary and extraordinary in addressing one or more of the root causes of violence, such as prejudice and hatred, poverty, homelessness and hunger, drug use, gun violence, and unequal opportunities for education and cultural development. So I would like to turn this over to Pastor Haugen now, who will share with you why Upper Dublin Lutheran Church was selected this year as the Zone for Peace. I'm also happy to be with you this morning and uh, to share the podium with our bishop and um, I want to acknowledge before I begin uh, her role in the Religious Leaders Council. It has been significant. Um, with the other co-conveners that she mentioned from the other faith traditions, she has led this council of over 30 senior leaders to be a significant voice of moral and uh, spiritual concern in our region. And by her own personality and uh, candor in speaking, she has kind of set the tone for the Religious Leaders Council so that it has been able to evolve into a group where uh, the, the leaders speak freely with one another, they speak openly, and they have been able to develop uh, relationships of mutual support uh, 
that are very important as uh, the region faces the issues that are in front of us. So today, I am here to present the, uh, the, the banner which goes along with the award of being named a Zone of Peace uh, to Upper Dublin Lutheran Church, and we are doing this in recognition of your congregation's exemplary efforts to address the root causes of violence, and also your efforts to create a community where people actively live out your faith commitments with joy and compassion and respect for the God-given dignity of all people. I was one of the representatives of Zones of Peace that came to Upper Dublin a while back and interviewed some of your leaders uh, to find out just how you go about loving your neighbors as yourselves. And one of the things that we were first impressed with as an interview team uh, was how many leaders there were to interview. Uh, when we got together with uh, the folks from Upper Dublin that evening, we found out that there were many, many, many ministries, programs, things that you're involved in across the board. So that evening we talked with Emily Jeske and uh, Jane McCullough, Barbara Teal, Janet Wechter, Chris Couch, Sandy Silbiger, John Weiss, and Diane Schuler. In my several years with Zones of Peace, I think this is a record number of leaders <laughs> that have been uh, interviewed at one time. And we know that those people that we interviewed, the eight of them, represented many more of you who occupy leadership positions or who participate actively in the ministries of Upper Dublin. You feed the hungry. You feed the hungry not just through one program but through several programs. And you keep meals on hand here at the congregation that can be given to members of the church as a token of care and concern when there's an illness in the family or perhaps a death. You welcome refugees into your community and you, you demonstrate that all people are God's people because you welcome refugees of faith traditions other than your own. You provide beds and bedding for children in poverty. Your goal each year is 500, 500 children able to sleep in a comfortable bed with clean bedding because of your efforts. You sponsor homeless families as they are helped to find homes. You send care packages and letters to military personnel deployed overseas. You provide scholarships for Tanzanian students, and you've helped build and sustain Sakomu, a university in Tanzania that um, is focused on training teachers of special education, a tremendous need in that country. You sponsor community events to bring people together and support good causes. You'll even drink beer on their behalf, and, uh, <laughs> which is quite a sacrifice, I know, but uh, it brings the community together, doesn't it? And it, it's a great, uh, a great effort and a great cause. Your green team works on environmental issues, and you respond to disasters at home and abroad, and also you address chronic social issues recently funding a center uh, that uh, is feeding the homeless in West Philadelphia through the ministries of Chosen 300. You do all of these things, and you do more. There is a longer list that could be given this morning. So our interview team was not only impressed, though, with the quality and the quantity of the ministries that you perform together, but we were impressed with the enthusiasm and the unbridled joy of your leaders. 
Being God's hands in the world has given them and many of you a, a deeper sense of purpose, a deeper sense of meaning in your lives. And service has led to deeper relationships as well. Within the congregation, I know that many of your projects involve children, they involve youth, they involve adults, and you become a more cohesive community as you work together on these kinds of projects. And you're, you also develop relationships with partners from other congregations that you work with on specific projects, and also uh, social agencies, uh, people from social agencies. And perhaps most importantly of all, you develop relationships with the people that are being served so that they are not only not only objects of charity, but they are people that you get to know. You put a face on poverty and hunger. You put a face on the needs of the world. And you realize that it's, as Luther said, one beggar um, sharing with, the other, with another beggar the need for bread. God is present in those who serve, and God is present in those who are served, and God's presence yields commitment and camaraderie and joy. So at this time, I'd like to invite forward um, a couple of people who would be willing to accept this banner on behalf of Upper Dublin. Do we have any folks who have been asked to do that or really active in uh, social ministry activities? Quite a few. All right. Hi, I'm Sandy Stilbiger, and I'm involved with Chosen 300 with lots of other people. And I just want to tell you one quick story about Chosen 300 that happened yesterday. I have to tell you real quick. Yesterday I was downtown, and there was a summit um, of 85 churches that helped Chosen 300. And we're in the middle of our meeting, and someone said... Um, somebody parked on 12th Street with a white SUV is being towed, if that's anybody here. So it took me a second, but I'm like, oh, I have a white SUV. So I ran out, and while I was out there for five minutes, everyone in that church took an offering of $289 they collected in a matter of a couple of minutes for me to pay the guy. (laughs) So this... I just wanted to, I I was overcome with joy. I was just, I cried. I wasn't crying because my car was towed. I was crying because in five minutes they collected this money so generously to help me. (laughs) So I've found a lot of joy and gotten, found so much love and seen God's love in so many ways working with Chosen 300. So you feed the hungry and return the toad. (laughs) But I just I want to thank you for the work that you do um, and, and bringing this all together and making a better community. Thank you. Uh, hi, hi, I'm Barry Muth. I've been involved with uh, the Chosen 300 for about 15 years now and uh, also one house at a time, which is the bed deliveries for about three, three years. Hi, I'm Lynn Schmidt, and I do Chosen 300, but I also started the fundraiser at Beer and Carols where I sell the silly necklaces and raise money for the food cupboard and ambler. Hi, Ken Harmer. I joined Barry just last year with One House at a Time. Pat Harmer. I joined Sandy last year with Chosen 300. Okay, thank you. Um, If you could hold this for just a second. 
So the root causes of violence include hunger, homelessness, poverty, frustration, isolation, loneliness, hatred among religions and races and cultures, environmental degradation. All of these issues and more are addressed by your congregation. So what you're doing is preventing violence, and you're creating zones of peace. So we give you this banner with the hope that it will be displayed publicly with pride in what you have done at the instigation of God's Spirit, and also as an invitation for others to see that as they drive by and see the banner, they'll know that you are a congregation that is a zone of peace and that they can join you in the efforts to work in this community and throughout the Philadelphia area and indeed around the world. So thank you very much. Um, Do any of you have any last words you'd like to say? No, not last words. Let me rephrase that. (laughs) That's right. So um, to end this little section of the service, uh, we'd like to project onto the screen um, this statement that was adopted by the Religious Leaders Council as, as they wanted people to be able to express their desire for peace. And I invite you to say it with me. I pledge, as an individual, to promote peace in my home and community. I pledge to work with others, to eliminate the causes of hatred, to honor the dignity of all people, to lay down our weapons, and to find nonviolent solutions when tempted to hurt another. I pledge to be an instrument of God's peace, to make my home and neighborhood zones of peace free from fear, filled with respect, and marked by deeds of kindness. May God bless you in the work that you do as a congregation and that you do as individuals and in the larger community. Thank you very much.